Hi, I'm Dylan. I'm Sarah. I'm Derek. And we would like to welcome you to Planet Bob, where we talk about the movies and shows that made their way to our little corner of the galaxy this week. Who can you really trust? What? That's going to be the theme of today's show. No one. No one. That's right. all this taught me things. That's right. That's I didn't know we were recording yet. You <laughs> <laughs> just jumped right in there. Yeah. You didn't give yeah. us a chance. <laughs> yeah, so tonight we're going to talk about the thing. You need to change our music to the heartbeat music. I don't know if I can get away with that. Uh, John Carpenter seems like a cool dude. Yeah, but does Universal Studios seem like a cool bunch of people? Because they made the movie. They're not going to listen to this. Yeah, but I mean... <laughs> I'd rather do it and then ask for forgiveness later. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, in court. <laughs> They're not going to sue you. They just take it off of whatever it is. That's all. Yeah, that like when Jason's it. videos got pulled because they had some, like, Tom Petty Copyrighted song Copyrighted mu- music in there? Yeah. That sucks. They just pull it and tell you, like, change music. Stop doing that. Yeah. And then you do and everything's good. <laughs> then you do it again. Yeah. <laughs> oh, whoops. Sorry about that. I forgot. And then you just keep doing it <laughs> yeah, forever. Yeah, See, and the hint also is, I think, just to put the music in and then maybe not have this, like, lengthy discussion about how we know that we're not supposed to do it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know. Uh, Uh, Wait, you have this recording? I was discussing that. I want to edit this out. (laughs) (laughs) Or maybe I'll just not change the opening. Yeah, or that. (laughs) Because we're not as scary as the thing. Nothing is as scary as the thing. Because it can be anything. I know, but when it isn't the thing, it's like scary tentacle monster horrible eat your faceness. Yeah, yeah, that thing is gross. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, especially in the the original yeah. 82 version. Yeah. Yeah, it's really bloody. Yeah. Mucusy. Lots of KY jelly from what they were saying on the one oh, feature yeah. we watched. It's like when you watch the special features for aliens too, they're just like smothering the alien head with it, like. Well, everything all over. when they're when they're in the that one chamber on the ship, everything is covered with KY jelly. Yeah. <laughs> gallons. Yeah. Yeah. Gallons upon if, gallons. If the whole sexual lubricant thing doesn't work out, they've got a business in movie making. That's true. Yeah, I'm pretty sure their lubricant business is working out quite well for them. I just mean. If, <laughs> <laughs> If, if anyone people ever, stop having sex, <laughs> if anyone takes that away from them, move it into movies. They're they they've diversified. That's good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're mixing it up. Yeah. <laughs> so have you seen these movies before? Derek? No, I no. did not. How did you like make it through your entire life? I don't understand. I don't know. I'm not sure. I mean, Kurt Russell. <laughs> yeah, Kurt Russell, John Carpenter. That's a great combination. Just Kurt Big Russell. Trouble in Little China. Just watch Kurt Russell movies. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. I can get down with that. Yeah, you can get behind <laughs> that statement. Well, <laughs> Escape from New York and L.A., that's John Carpenter and Kurt Russell again. Yeah. And you, you're not really a big fan. But Just Kurt Russell like, anyway. Like, pretty sure Overboard is awesome. <laughs> that's true. Have <laughs> <laughs> you seen that movie? No. Oh, it's awesome. Uh, Goldie Hawn is like a horrible bitch. Like super rich, yeah. And Kurt Russell is like a de- like he's just fixing something on board, and he's just no. super mean to him. No, it's not even that. Really, I don't, no? I don't think they even meet at the beginning. Oh, do they not meet? 
she falls overboard and then he finds her, but she's a horrible person. Yeah. I think he does meet Maybe her, though, he because he her. knows that she's horrible and wants to mess with her. Yeah. Because she gets amnesia, so he, like, convinces her that they're, like, in love and married. That they're married and, and have, like, yeah. his, like, four like, yeah, four crazy kids or hers, and then eventually feels bad, you know, for... But then she ends up falling in love with the life. Like, it starts off, she hates it. Yeah. She doesn't know why. She's like, this is my life, why do I hate it? Yeah. And then... As they start actually, like, interacting more and, and like she getting along. Like, she the kids eventually. And yeah. Once she gets to know them, she she starts to enjoy the life. And at, the, at the end, she chooses to not go back to her old, rich life. Yeah, we should, you should insert a spoiler for Overboard, since people weren't yeah. apparently since, expecting to hear <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> the entire plot of that movie. I thought we were talking about Kurt Russell movies, no? Yeah, he's in. He's Kurt Russell's the guy. Yeah. 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 So, but w- but we never gave a spoiler yeah. warning for any no. anything. Yeah. It was more <laughs> it's, like it's we're implied. Doing the things. Yeah. Yeah. For the episode, <laughs> it's implied that we're going to be giving spoilers about the thing. We should just record a general thing to put over every before every show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we go spoilers. on a lot of spoiler tangents. Yeah. P.S. So which one did you like better than 2010 or, two th- or 1982? There's uh, a wrong answer I like to this. the uh, 82 better. Good. I like I'm the older movie. You got it right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you can stay on the podcast. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, the the 2011 version just feels like it's missing something. Yeah, I yeah. keep saying 2010 because that's when it was made. Yeah. Yeah, but it actually came out in 2011. Well, and... I realized when we were watching the 2011 version, um, every time I watch that movie, I start to get bored when they leave the science station and they go to the when they go to they the, go uh, to the ship. The site. Yeah, I lose interest in the whole movie at that point. Every single time I watch it, because I'm like, what really happens here? I don't really because I I realize I don't. You kind of listen to it. You fall into your laptop world. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like. Meh. Yeah. Where that doesn't happen. Yeah. In the old one. They're pretty much just there. Yeah, and the characters are are doing something through the whole movie in the 1982 version. You care more. But I wonder how much of that, too, is the fact that you don't have to read what they're saying. Like, you kind of lose an emotional attachment when you're reading everything. Yeah, when you're reading their subtitles. Yeah. They're focused on that rather than what's going on. Yeah. Yeah, you lose some of the subtext. And yeah. I, I also thought that they showed the the creature too much. They focused on it too much. Yeah. In the 1982 version, uh, I noticed, I thought about it while they were, we were watching one of those features last night, and they talk about how Rob Bottin, the guy who created the creatures for the original movie, uh, he wanted them only sparsely lit. They, they built special uh, lighting rigs so that, like spotlights that would focus on just one part of the creature. So that you don't ever see the whole thing, or and like kind of kills the illusion. Yeah. Which I felt like s- seeing it in the 2011 movie ruined the mystique of it. Kind of. You see it too much. Yeah. They're like, hey, check out this cool CG <laughs> yeah, effect exactly, that, yeah. we, that we did. Well, and then it's sad too because they did all of the effects in the 2011 as practical effects, and then yeah. CG'd over them. It's like, mm, did you really need to do that? Throw some KY jelly and blood on there. Yeah, yeah. good to go. Good. Yeah. yeah, I think that's maybe why it's grosser too in the old movie, the eighty-two, 
because it's all like bloody and nasty and spewing stuff and spewing tentacles and well, it also feels like it's there. Yeah, yeah. It whereas feels like more real, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. It's it, yeah, it's like cleaner. Yeah, than in yeah. 2011. Yeah, yeah. It's too clean. Yeah, like give give me some blonde KY. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Roast it up a little bit. I do like the way they connected. The Norwe the stuff in the Norwegian base to what happens in the nineteen eighty two version. Yeah. Because I was talking to Christy today and she thought that the two thousand eleven version was a remake. So I was explaining to her that it's a, a more a prequel. It's about what happened like when you see the dog running up to the camp, that's yeah. the end of the two thousand eleven movie. Yeah. Well and I like too that they we're like, we're not remaking it because we can't do it no, there's no as point. good as they did, so why would we do that? There's no point in remaking it's the thing good. because they, like they proved with the 2011 version, you can never live up to that. No, exactly. It's too good a movie. Yeah, but at least they did something different. That's why I didn't hate it. Yeah. If they had remade it, I would have hated it. Yeah. Because I have such an emotional attachment to Kurt Russell. <laughs> <laughs> what if they got him back in it, though? No. That no, wouldn't that wouldn't no. really work though, because because then why bother? Yeah. Where, would, where would you get him in there? Because he'd never visited that camp in the in True. the original until everyone was dead. No, Although, I mean a remake. If they made it a remake oh, and brought yeah. it back, yeah, no. Oh, like they're doing with. Uh, like I read something about Bruce Campbell doing the series for Ash versus the Evil Dead. That's kind of cool though. They'll probably do different stories. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, you couldn't you couldn't make those movies into yeah a whole series by themselves. Like one dude in a in a cabin. Oh, oh there's the phone. The first phone call of the night, guys. You forgot oh, yeah. to remind me to take it out. I even Why is this you. my fault? Because I told you to remind me. <laughs> what? You I said did no such thing. Yes, I did. No. I, when we were upstairs no. having dinner, mm. I said when we get downstairs, remind me to take the <laughs> phone out of the room up, Derek. so uh, that this doesn't happen. He's making it up. And it Dude, happens. So that time it's your fault. Out. It's not good. This time it's Sarah's fault. It's not good. You wanted to make the podcast. This is all your responsibility. No, it's all—it's my fault every other time. But I asked you to remind no, me this time. I wasn't even listening. And it was right next to you. You were saying, "There it is there again." It is yeah. You can still hear it. Bring okay. it back in. <laughs> <laughs> Who is this? They're ruining our recording. Maybe they've seen the movies. They could come on. Yeah, and maybe they <laughs> we'll hold the phone. Put it on up. speakerphone. Yeah, that's right. Put on speakerphone. And <laughs> we should start doing that. Phone the, like interviews? random phone call. We'll yeah, just call right. one random person we know every episode <laughs> and put them on speakerphone and make them talk. What's your opinion of this movie? We should do that actually. Yeah, we should. Okay, let's do that after. All right. I know. We'll com- I know people. We'll, com- we'll compile a list of people that we can just call. <laughs> <laughs> if only we had thought of this during the Star Wars episode, we totally could have called up Terry or Nick or whoever. Yeah, just, or anyone. Yeah. I Everyone on the planet has seen Star Wars, so I think we're good. I know you can't make it in, but uh, give us all your thoughts on Star Wars. <laughs> okay, we should talk about the movie more before we do this. Yeah. Okay, so um, okay, I did like how they started the 2011 with the creepy crevice that they fall in, and you're like, they're doomed. Yeah. But I don't. I want to know how they got out of there. <laughs> I got nothing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I got nothing. Maybe, like, Rock the ship is actually, like, really close underneath them and you just couldn't see it. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. And that's how they got to the ship. I'm going to say they have... Because they found the ship from doing that. I'm going to say they have ice climbing gear in they the... They probably do. In the snowcat. Yeah. Okay, I'll take that. Good answer. That's that's just me bullshitting, but it sounds... <laughs> no, but it sounds it legit. It sounds plausible. 
That's about the only way, right? Yeah. And then, then you make up your own reasons. That's right. And that was funny when they play, like, when she, they're going to recruit Kate, and she's listening to, Who can it be now? You know? <laughs> and I was like, that is a dumb song. Why would they pick that? But and then, then you realize. Yeah, then I was reading the trivia, and they were like, no, 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 it's about this, like, paranoid dude sitting in his house hearing knocking at the door, and he's like, who could it be? Why is this person knocking at the door? And it's like, this paranoid song. Oh, yeah. So it's like totally mirrors the movie, and I just I was yeah, not seeing that. I was just like, oh, that's not a great song. And I could be completely <laughs> wrong here, but I think the uh, title of the, the story this comes from is um, "Who Goes There." Yes, it is. So that who can it be now? <laughs> Further ties in. Yeah. <laughs> who sings that again? I'm just trying to think it. Oh, those guys. I'm bad at this. I'm going to find out. Give me a second. You're always asking me questions I'm not prepared for. Because <laughs> I prepare so much. Yeah. Any other question, I'd be like ready with an answer. On top of that, leave it to me to think of the odd one, eh? Yeah, absolutely. I like that the uh, the guy who plays Adam in this movie, the uh, the American scientist, he's uh, Micronips from Community. Yeah. <laughs> I can't remember his character's <laughs> real name. I, <laughs> I can't because you called Vaughn. that Vaughn, yeah. Because... Pierce is a bee. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen that movie or show. Community? I haven't seen it since it's moved to, to Yahoo. Yahoo? Yeah. Men at Work. Whatever the hell it's on. Men at Work. I knew that. I had to pull my pen well, down because I was going to catch it. For some reason. I don't know why. Couldn't tell you. Same time. So you're doing the same thing I do. <laughs> <laughs> you can't help it. You have a pen that has to be tapped. Yeah. Well, I'm grooving to that song's in my head now. <laughs> <laughs> Way to go, Sarah. Sorry. Don't mind me, I'm just going to air drum for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Echo was also in yeah. in The Thing 2011. Yeah, he's good, dude. So in case anyone's wondering, we might have rambled a bit at the beginning, but we're doing them in sequential order. So. Yeah. Oh, what, are we? Well, that was the idea. Well, that was the idea for at, watching them. That's what we. That's the order we watch them in. That's the order my notes are in. So unless you want me to be flipping pages I'll in just, my loud ass notebook, yeah, yeah, stupid notebook. Okay, <laughs> so I liked. Um, well, I didn't like that they were like super crappy to Echo. Yeah. Because he's like, ah, oh, the alien just jumped out of the ice, and they're like, okay, whatever, we're gonna sing our weird Norwegian songs. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna keep singing our part our Norwegian party tunes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like you found a spaceship and an alien why is it so unbelievable that it escaped from the ice yeah like, you don't know what dude. their metabolism is like or whatever it is that metabolic rates I don't know what keeps their science alive. things yeah their <laughs> science words that keep them alive you don't know <laughs> science fiction freezes people so they can survive like spaceships and stuff so I mean the alien could live in the ice you don't know well I'm as we learn, if any cell of the thing is alive, it's still alive. It can come back from pretty much dead. Yeah. In the in two, uh, 1982 version, the you could see the two-faced creature start to regenerate because it looks horribly burned when they first find it. Yeah. Then they get it back to their to the American camp, and it's dripping, and it looks wet, even though it was burnt to a crisp at the Norwegian camp. Yeah, and you pointed out why is it, why is it steaming? Why does it look wet? Why is it bleeding? Well, I didn't understand if it was burnt forever ago why it would be steaming still. Yeah, 
there is now Antarctica. That it, now that it wasn't frozen, it was regenerating. Which is kind of its plan at the end of the the nineteen eighty two movies. Just to kill everyone and, and wait for someone to come and grab its corpse. Why yeah. do you think the alien left its ship? Uh originally? Why did it leave Yeah, its ship? like why did it because they're that's what they said. They're like, Why would you leave your safe and warm ship and walk out into the ice? Having ship trouble? Yeah, maybe it was like uh it's got to be pretty smart if it can, like, Jimmy rig a ship out of crap on an American space station. Yeah. Space station space My theory station. was that it, it, the ship was never never belonged to the thing. Yeah. That there was another race that that was piloting the ship and, and the thing absorbed over. all of them. And so eventually, through absorbing those people, it would learn how to build the ship and everything like that. So why wouldn't it learn how to fix the ship? I do not know that one. Who's calling? Can we ask them about the thing? I don't know who this is. <laughs> Telemarketer? This is where Dylan never gets phone calls. Yeah. Yeah, and it's from a number I don't recognize, so ignored. That's the best bet. Yep. Where were we? I don't know. All these phone interruptions. About today. the alien, do we think it was out? like why it left? Yeah. I well, also am sort of leaning towards that idea that it took over whatever was piloting the ship. But I just don't understand why it would like forget. Because if it absorbed all the aliens on the ship, then it would have the knowledge to fix the ship. It would have to like wait through the Norwegian camp and then the American camp to like get to that point. Yeah, it wouldn't. Yeah, it's it's been there for a hundred thousand years, but the self repair systems yeah. took a hundred a hundred thousand years plus three days to <laughs> to repair the ship. Yeah, no, I. <laughs> you got nothing. Yeah, but that's got, fair. Yeah. You didn't write the movie. No. <laughs> you can have nothing. And, I, I mean, that's the 2011 version. They don't make any indication that the ship still worked in the 82 version. No, but he builds a ship. Yes, he builds one. Out of nothing, like locker doors and stuff. Well, all the stuff that he finds around the camp and the stuff that he stole from the helicopter. Yeah, he, like, MacGyvered up a spaceship. But I'm under the I'm wondering if maybe the, the damage to the big ship was too severe and couldn't fix it. Maybe. Going yeah. by the 82 version. Yeah, okay, yeah. If we I'll go by that. the 2011 version, I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, I thought it was pretty co- cool how they said they, like, backwards engineered the whole movie so that everything matched up. But I thought it was funny because they were saying that they had to use Kurt Russell and his height as a way to measure where things are in the original set Yeah. to build the set, but... They would have had schematics for the set because the Norwegian camp in 82 is just the American camp burnt to hell at the end of the movie. So it's the same buildings. Was it the structure or was it the placement of objects on the walls? I don't know. Because I thought it was the set design they were talking about. Because they they specifically mentioned the the axe in the wall. And that they measured his height against that. So I was thinking that it was the set design. Yeah, but set design would include designing the actual set. Yeah, but would they have the, the schematics for that? I don't know. So I'm saying. Yeah. I don't know if they'd have that. I'm guessing not, and that's why they measure everything. Yeah, it's just weird. You think it's, someone will keep that? Maybe they didn't have access to it. Maybe those documents are lost. Oh, lost. I already brought it back with Mr. Echo. I didn't have <laughs> Mr. Echo's in the movie. That's true. <laughs> yeah, uh, drilling into the alien was... Alien in the Ice was the worst idea possible. 
Yeah, they should not have done that. Well, I mean, they shouldn't have taken it in the first place. No. But they're not exactly going to run tests on it in the middle of the Arctic tundra. No. That's a worse plan, I guess. I wouldn't even want to be there. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't go there in the first place. I like that they <laughs> moved it, though, because the old, old one, like the thing from outer space or another planet or whatever it was called, I don't remember. The thing from another world, I think. Yeah. They were in the North Pole. Yeah. And I think this is better because there's less of a chance. Like, when they blow up the station at the end of the 82, you're like, yeah, he's not going anywhere. Yeah. Well, yeah, Antarctica is much more isolated than than the North Pole. Yeah. Because, I mean, you look at the North Pole, Canada's almost touching it, Russia's almost touching it. You look at Antarctica, there's nothing anywhere near it. Yeah. Until you get to, like, New Zealand. Yeah, that doesn't count. And that's nowhere close. No, no it's very far. <laughs> I also thought, like, I liked what they did with the design of the alien, though, in the 2011. Because he looks really bug-like, which makes sense as to why everything would be sprouting, like, spider legs and stuff in the 82. Well, this, the, that would have been one of the uh, one of the creatures he absorbed before. <coughs> I'm assuming not. Or he might have just gone back to looking like he just looks like that might be. I uh, I don't think so. I'm pretty sure that the thing is just like like they describe it in the movie. Like it's a, a virus. Virus, yeah. Because you see what it does. It it's the thing is just those cells. Yeah, but then it does remember. Yeah, I, it remembered I think the dog at the end of the eighty two. I think so they have like a, dog. a hive mind. So like nanobots, they're all connected. They're like the Borg. Yeah, yeah, they're all connected. They, they all, all the things cells know everything. All the other things cells know, at least within that specific organism. What are your thoughts? Do you have us anything? Well, I'm just listening to you guys. Get <laughs> <laughs> all sciencey here. <laughs> this is not science. This is gonna be a rare. I just seen a bunch of gross shit. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> talking sciences is not uh, Sarah's forte. <laughs> no, but I could talk about like art and lit as science. Yeah. Yeah, way more than I can. I like I like the art in this movie, like both of them. Like I said, I preferred the <coughs> grossness of the eighty-two more. I thought it was more effective. Yeah, but like people look like they're super in pain when the thing gets them in yeah. the eleven. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you really get a sense of how much it hurts to be taken over by yeah. the thing. But they can do that, like in the eighty-two version. Once the thing is getting them, they're like mannequins. Yeah, they're being attacked. They're not by a real. Puppet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, and, and the, the things being attacked are puppets. Like, it's yeah. not the people anymore. Yeah. It's just puppets. So you can't really get that emotion from it because they're not actually there. Although, Wilford Brimley attacking uh, uh, Gary at the end of the movie, like, sticking his fingers into his face. Yeah, yeah. that looked like that didn't feel good. That was intense. <laughs> yeah. Or when they have the dude... Who's the dude with the orange hair? Oh, my God. The dude with the orange hair. The guy whose head comes off? No, he gets, like, attacked close to first. Uh, oh, uh... Benny's. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, when he's being It looks like a up. bad time for him, too, but I like it because they just give him the thing hands. Like, he's almost done, and they catch him, and then he is out in the cold, kneeling with his creepy alien hands just going with the like ah, like yeah, creepy the, scream and you're yeah, like I don't shriek. like you I don't you need like to go yeah 
Even the dog has that horrible kind of shrieky scream. Yeah, once it starts to transform. Yeah, it's not a good one. No. no. Scary. I don't know. I just like that because a lot of it was CG, they could do that. Yeah. You could see their reactions to it, and it's not look like a good time. I mean, it doesn't look like a good time in 82 either, but, it, like, I especially want no part of that. <laughs> 2011. Yeah, there's... Yeah, definitely not. There, there are certain elements of the 2011 version which are improvements upon the 82 version, but it's not... Overall, it's weaker. Yeah. But there are certain things that would have been nice. Yeah, like, I want to know what Rob Bowden could have done now. Yeah. <laughs> what would you have done with it now? But, I mean... Apparently, dude went into exhaustion and had to be hospitalized because he spent, like, what was it, a hundred and something days straight yeah. working on the movie. Like, oh, really? no breaks, no weekends, no nothing. Seven days a week for, like, a hundred something days. Jeez. And then they had to hospitalize him because he, like, collapsed. It's like, yeah, dude. And then they brought in... It's sleep. It's fun. <laughs> yeah. And then they brought in Winston to, to finish off a bunch of the effects. And, yeah. Or at least some of them. I think, uh, bought... Botine said he had something like seven million things that he had to build at, at one point. Oh, really? So he was pretty overloaded with work. <laughs> Sounds like a lot. Yeah. And he was like 22 years old when he said he'd do it. Yeah, oh, yeah 22 yeah. years old when he made this movie. Like all the special effects for it. Like, it's crazy to think how young he was when he came up with these insane practical effects. Yeah. All the 22. animatronics and, and puppetry involved and... Just That's probably why it's so amazing and gross because he's just like this young dude who's like, yeah, I'm gonna do all the stuff. <laughs> and just the imagination to make these weird, totally not anthropomorphic animals and creatures. Well, like you know that flower thing yeah. that comes out of the dog. It's yeah. like, That's like dog tongues. Yeah, it's twelve it's, dog tongues oh, with, yeah. teeth. with dog's teeth sticking out of it. <laughs> cool. So I was like, why a flower? Yeah. Why would there be a flower coming? Because it looks plant-like. Yeah. Why would that be coming out? And then when I read Dog Tongues, I was like, oh shit, that's scary. Yeah, it's still mid-transformation. Yeah, I don't like that very much. I don't it's like much me. about the thing. No. I mean, they're great movies, but I don't like much about the creature. I don't want to have to deal with it. If it ever got away from Antarctica, the world is fucked. Oh, well, what, 2,700, 27,000 hours? Yeah, to completely taking over the world. Oh yeah? Is yeah. that what it is? Yeah, that's what Blair calculates on his little computer yes, simulation. yeah. And you see that there's a bunch of different ways that it can take you over. Like there's the, like in uh, Prometheus, you've seen that I assume. Yeah. That that one little drop that he had on his finger would be more than enough to infect a person with the thing. They would eventually become a, a full-on thing, but uh, they may not realize. So it's like three years. What they are. It's three years of time. I just did the. Math on that. <laughs> curious. What was I saying? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's Matrixy though. I still do. Do what? you? Because if you, you know how like in the Matrix, okay, spoiler, P.S. But I mean, who hasn't seen the Matrix? Nineteen ninety nine. That's yeah. past spoiler warning. Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> you could take the pill and then wake up and be in the super crappy real world where everyone has crap derelict clothing and like. Has no food and like, yeah. like eat out of cans and it's just just a reference. horrible. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so you could do that, or you could just like not take the pill and be happy, sleeping, be a battery, and it's all good, right? No harm, no foul. So I don't understand why anyone would not like if if I found out that there was this group of people that decided to pull me out of the matrix 
and make me live in that world, I would be mad. Yeah. And I would go to the machines and be like, can you plug me back in, please? Like, I would really appreciate it if you could do that for me. Like, I am totally on your side with this. <laughs> I will be your battery, put me back in, maybe, like, give me a steak, we're good. Yeah. So, point is, <laughs> if you don't know, what's the problem? And none of these people seem to really realize that they're things until a human is like, hey, you're a thing, that's bad, I'm going to burn you. But if everyone on the planet was a thing, what would be the problem? You wouldn't be you. But would you know that? Well, you would be—you would cease to exist. You would be all thing cells. You, all your neurons in your brain would be thing cells, not you cells. But so they it, act exactly the same. Like their friends can't tell them apart. So, so the thing yeah. wouldn't know that that it's not you. Like you wouldn't exist anymore. Yeah, but in the Matrix, you technically don't exist. It's all like. Think of it like this: instead of does the thing eat your soul? Because it seems like your soul is still kicking around. Instead of just being a battery, you would be essentially—you <laughs> would essentially be taken over by Agent Smith. Yeah. So it's the exact same thing. No, you, except gone. Agent Smith is like Agent Smith, and he's really annoying and cold and yeah, but kind I mean, of a it's, shitty person. It's, he's taking over your body. It's not you anymore. This is the same thing. The thing is taking over you. You're not you anymore. You're a thing. But you must have some part of you because they can't tell the difference. Well, the thing thinks it's you, but it's not you. It has your memories. It has your... Okay, but if it has your memories and your personality... <laughs> Is it you, you or is it not you? What's the source of consciousness, Sarah? <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're getting into. Uh, yes! <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I feel like your soul is still kicking. What makes you you is still around because they don't know the difference. I don't know. <laughs> like, if you could be a thing right now and I don't know, does that mean you're not you? You're still you. If, not... if your wife can't tell the difference... That just means it's a really good imitation of me. <laughs> not that it is me. It's like when the smoke monster becomes someone, he isn't that person. He just appears as that person. He has all that person's memories. Spoilers. (laughs) (laughs) To Derek. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you're kind of getting that already with the with uh, his appearances to Echo and stuff. Yeah, exactly. And what was your favorite thing about this movie, Derek? I yes. just want you to talk more, because I feel like we're... Yeah, we're monopo- monopolizing the airtime here. Yeah, big time. <laughs> no, it's all right. You guys are... I'm still trying to figure out what the thing is. <laughs> is it me or is it not? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what happened. Well, you don't have spider legs sticking out of your head. So no, that's true. That, that's good. Yeah, you're you until you're not you anymore. I'm freaked out right now. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking about something else. We can't. This is the topic of the night. <laughs> Quick, switch movies. Can you talk about Star Wars again? Yeah. yeah let's safer. get back to that. That felt safer. <laughs> oh, okay. What's up with those Legos on the spaceship? The blue Legos, the blue and beige Legos that kind of like move around when they're on the spaceship. Oh, yeah. Like, what's that cool. about? I don't, know. I don't know what it was for. I'm assuming it's the... I feel like power source. Or the computer operating. Maybe. Like, yeah. the equivalent to our computer light flashing. Well, I want Legos. That's cooler. Well, we need to build better computers then, I guess. That yeah, take up Legos. an entire room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, let's go backwards. No more computers that fit in the corner. Take up entire rooms. Yeah. Or an entire floor of a building. <laughs> That's the, what I want. That'd be a bitch to cool. <laughs> yes, it would. <laughs> Especially with today's processors. Yeah, exactly. If you had a processor that took up an entire room, you'd need some serious cooling, like <laughs> liquid nitrogen cooling or something. Something like that, yeah. 
I'm out of stuff for 11. Uh, I like how it doesn't just, it's not just incapable of replicating inorganic materials, it straight up rejects them. Like, your fillings, it spits them out. Yeah. It doesn't just, like, take over the material around your tooth. It spits the, going, yeah. the fillings right out. If you have a, a steel plate in your hip, because that gets spit out. Yeah. But then, I guess that causes some problems, because someone noticed that in the 82 movie, at the end, when Kurt Russell and uh, Childs are, like, staring each other down, everyone is saying that Childs is an alien. But he still has an eerie, and people like noticed it in yeah. the HD version of the movie. <laughs> so it kind of sucks that that's what they used in the eleven, because then it kind of changes the ending. Well, in he would have learned that though, because that's what gets one of the things killed before if they're so all do, connected. Like, where he pierces ear and shove it in there. Yeah, I mean it wouldn't be that hard, right? Yeah, I guess so. I mean, it'd be you hard gotta... to put your fillings back in. And I mean yeah, a thing. Yeah. Yeah, and a thing, why would it care? It knows what it's doing, and just shove it in there. It's, it's not like, when you shoot it with a gun, it's not going to die. Because its organs aren't what's keeping it alive. The, the thing cells can just regenerate its internal organs. Or it could just become something else entirely. Yeah. Like, how would you kill it when it's mid-transformation, when it has no real organs? I wish they had shown Kate's, like, frozen, corpsey body, though. Because I find it strange that they're just like, oh, she burnt the guy, and the... Snowcat, snow and then just the end. the end. The end for her, like, nothing, don't go back, don't see her freezing. Like, at least you'd know that McCready and Childs are gonna freeze to death. Yeah. yeah. Like, they've burnt all their stuff down, there's <laughs> nothing left, they're just sitting there staring at each other, they're tired, they're over it, they're just like, well, let's watch each other freeze to death. Yeah. What I thought would have been a cool way to end it is if she had taken that snowcat back to camp. And freezes to death there, and then the last shot of the movie is from her perspective in the snowcat, even though she's frozen to death, watching McCready and the doctor show up at the Norwegian camp, because they show up after everyone's dead, right? So just have her slightly off in the in the background, but she's there. No. <laughs> no? <laughs> Instead of watching them come, I think it would have been better if she watches... Uh, dude go off in the helicopter after the dog. She sees the dog run away. Because then she's like, oh shit. Well, she's not watching. We're all dead. She's, yeah. right? she's not watching. She's dead. Yeah, but they could have made it watching because then it wouldn't have been that long. Well, no, she but I mean when... Back and frozen and, and I mean when Mac perspective, comes. Yeah. She's dead when Mac comes. Yeah, but I think it would have been better if it was the dog. Because if, she, if you watched that dog, because they know the dog is infected. If you watch that leave, can you imagine that being the last thing you see? Like, Wow. Now my fam- I'm dead, I'm going to die, and all my family and friends are screwed. Because this alien thing is going to get out and kill everyone. I just think it would be a more emotionally impactful ending, because it's her way of knowing, like, nope, she failed. <laughs> like, I failed. Yeah. Mission not accomplished. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That'd be pretty horrifying if you know all of this, right? Like, yeah. this can happen to your family, that'd be awful. I do like the idea that the, that, that the thing learns, though, because, like, people were complaining on the the IMDb boards for the 2011 version that it's too aggressive, that it's just attacking people all over the place for no apparent reason, yeah, and that it it's more stealthy in the in the 82 version. I'm like, well, it's I think it's learning that it it found out that direct assaults don't work, 
So maybe try to be a little more secretive about it. Like when he turns into the head with the spider legs and just kind of like yeah. around yeah. the corner, just like, I'm going to leave now, just walks out the door. <laughs> then everyone looks over like, oh, really? Yeah. You got to be fucking kidding me. <laughs> He's still alive. It's awesome. Because he does just like, walk right out. <laughs> Sarah, Sarah adding the sound effects this episode. Yeah. Yeah. I'm making spider hands, but no one can see. No, <laughs> that's why you had to do. <laughs> that means spider hands from now on. Yeah, man <laughs> is spider hands. That's what that means. Well, then I put to you like how I like that the question of what the thing is is a lot more prevalent in the 1982. Like in the 11, we know that there's an alien. Right off the bat, and I mean, we kind of know that too because the spaceship. We did, we don't know in what sense there's an alien. Yeah. And. Yeah, but the thing is so iconic by 2011 that people know going into the theater what they're what they're getting. Oh, I know, but I mean. So there's no, there's not. I just know it was really no cool way of doing it. it and like how they chase the dog, and you're wondering like why this guy is chasing this dog. And you don't sympathize with the people. You sympathize with the dog yeah, because no right. one wants to see a dog get shot. You're like, why is he trying to kill the puppy? <laughs> there is a big spoiler right at the beginning of the movie, though, if you speak Norwegian. If you speak Norwegian. Because when he's, when he's running into the camp and he's yelling at the, at the American guys, he's telling them, uh, what are you doing? Get away from that thing. It's, that's no dog. It's some kind of thing. Yeah, it's yeah. an imposter. <laughs> Just a second. Yeah. Luckily, not a lot of the American movie-going public is, you know, second language Norwegian. Norwegian. I could look up right now what what rank it is in spoken languages in the U.S., but I'm not going to bother. <laughs> no, why not? Because it's not that important. It's not I that don't important. care that much. Boo has joined us a little more quietly than usual. You can hear the panting, though, I'm Yeah, sure. they can hear the panting. It picks up every time. <laughs> Does it? Yeah. yeah. It's a little loud. Which makes you, you can probably hear it in the editing. It's a little bit weird because it'll get it'll cut in the middle of pants. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like how they matched up though the helicopter dude from 1982 to the one that plays him in Eleven. Yeah, gave him the same outfit and everything. Yeah, they, yeah. Well, and he looks the same. Like he's got the same facial hair and super blonde. What the guy in the in 2011? He's not blonde. He's got dark hair. No, does no. Yeah, yeah. Her great big. Uh, Bear of a buddy? He's got black hair. No, he does not even. Oh, oh he does. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Gloves are off now. What's his name? Oh. I want to say Lars, but that's probably just racist. Yes, that is. That is. Is it? Yeah, okay. That was a good guess. Yeah. I want. He's the only one I like. He's the only one I care about. Because he well, seems like a nice guy. That's obviously who Derek named himself on on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Lars M. I wonder if that's his last name. M? Something with an M. Matthias or something? Matthias. What? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know Norwegian names. No, apparently you don't. Do you? <laughs> I don't know. Na- give me a, a Norwegian name. I'm not going to pretend to know one. That's the thing. Meeglehelm. Meeglehelm. <laughs> Sounds about right. <laughs> that's better than his. <laughs> yeah, see, there's pictures. Photographic evidence. She's having trouble. Her internet is being crappy. Oh. Hey, Does buddy. he have dark hair, though? <laughs> no, it's all dark. Just a second. He's got a baklava on. You know, ba- baklava, balaklava. Yeah, that's it. Baklava's <laughs> dessert. <laughs> <laughs> He's got 
got dessert on his head. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see those pictures. <laughs> the really tasty dessert made with phyllo pastry. They don't have that there. They have cans of food. <laughs> uh, going to the 82 version, McCready is not good at chess. No. <laughs> and he gets mad when he loses. That Pours his drink into the computer. <laughs> she is huge. I know, his computer is huge, right? Yeah. Gotta love 82. And that was probably state-of-the-art, cost like a bajillion dollars. Oh yeah, that was that was top of the line for 1982. Oh yeah, big time. Yeah, chess wizard. Awesome. Chess wizard? That's what it's called. Oh. <laughs> yeah, and the stitches, when the dude has to get stitches in his leg, like that grossed me out more than... When Bangs had to get stitches? Else. It was like, oh, no. In the uh, 82 version, the in one scene, the dog walks into uh, one of the rooms in the the camp, and you see a person's shadow on the wall. Yeah. And uh, apparently John Carpenter said afterwards that a lot of people have taken it as a clue, but it's not actually a clue. He got some random person from the crew to stand in and be that silhouette. Oh, really? Just so that it wouldn't be the shadow of anyone, any one member of the cast. Oh. <laughs> Still can't find that picture? Just, I'm working on it. Don't, don't push me. <laughs> She's trying to find a blonde picture of him. No, I'm making sure it's his name. It is, the, it is his name, because they keep the talking about guy. ours. Well, where's the damn summary? It's nowhere. What else we got here? Um, I have that the creature effects are much more effective in the 82 version, but we already talked about that. Yeah, I like, yeah. too, that they all find out about the alien at the same time. More or less, like, everyone comes in and sees the dog thing at the same time. Yeah. So, like, you never get this feeling that anyone knows anything more than anyone else. Like, you kind of are given this false illusion that the that Kate knows yeah. more than anyone else does because she's, you know, the smart one and the paleontologist, yeah. whatever. And Which is kind of weird because... She sees it first and figures it all out first. Th- there's more scientists in the, in the camp in the 2011 version, but for some reason she seems to know all of the science... Yeah. <laughs> and, well, and she's also one of the few people that speaks English. Yeah. Her as a scientist, because the other ones aren't scientists, aren't they? Like uh, Adam is a scientist, I think. But the other two guys are uh, <laughs> helicopter pilots. Echo and... I can't remember the other guy's name. Carter. Yeah. I can't remember Echo's name either. That's why I keep calling him <laughs> <Adam>. Yeah. <laughs> That's his name. But they, those guys <laughs> That's were, his name. We'll just go with that. <laughs> those guys were both helicopter pilots. He's just an echo and everything. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> okay, I need to go on a sombrero rant. All oh, right, boy. here we go. Okay, why? Three, two, one. Why an Arctic sombrero? Did you see that when they get on the helicopter and they go and they find the spaceship? Kurt Russell has like a big ass sombrero <laughs> on his head. Like, why would you have that? And then also, we were laughing about how like it's for the sun. Like, sombreros are to keep the sun off you, but they're in Antarctica. And, like, is he a hipster? Like, is that ironic? It's 1982, were there? No, that's why I don't understand. Like, like you said, biggest hat in the world until Pharrell. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this doesn't even make sense. Why? Yeah, we never did uh, come, to an, come to a conclusion on that like, one. Like, it doesn't look that cool. And then he's <laughs> rappelling down the cliffside, the ice cliff. To go see the spaceship, and the sombrero is tied like probably his belly button, the not so low. Like you would lose that hat; it would be gone. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's clipped to his beard. Clipped to his beard, yeah. <laughs> what, what else is that? Be, you know? What else? That, I mean, that beard is 
yeah, pretty got epic. A, we got a picture of it here. Yeah, yeah, we got a picture of the uh, the spider thing walking away, and Kurt Russell looking at the camera <laughs> or towards the camera, because because Sarah didn't want to look at us talk like we usually do. It's on both screens. It's boring. <laughs> I like to watch the red spikes, and they're closer over here. <laughs> oh, sorry. You know, you can change it back for Derek. Ah, uh, whatever. It's too late now. We have to. We you have to do it next sad, week. Dylan. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's your fault. <laughs> I know. I'm trying to fix it, make it better. And by I'm trying to fix it, I mean you do it. Okay. Let's see if this cuts it. Cuts out the uh, audio for a second. We won't know because nobody talked. No one talked. No. Portion. <laughs> Did it cut out? No idea. What happened? There we go. Now we're talking again. Now we're rolling. You know what I like too about what they did with Bennings when Bennings is like got his hands, alien hands, and he's out screaming in the tundra? What's that? I like that they made him mostly human because it's like the first person they really have to burn, and it's way harder to burn your friend looking like your friend. Yeah, up until then it's been horrific looking monsters. Yeah. Yeah. McCready killed a, a few of the dogs, but I mean he was doing them a favor. Well, yeah, like, in the 11, when the girl, like, opens her chest up and becomes that ah, monster thing and starts chasing everyone, like, yeah, you would kill that, like, fast. Yeah. No question. Yeah. But if you came up to me and you just had weird hands, but you look like yourself, like, I would have a really hard time. What if you came at her from behind and her head was upside down and she looked all horrified like she did at so, the shock no. of being a thing? Kill. Because then I'd be like, put you out of your misery, man, that looks awful. Because, yeah, in that, in that version, in that specific scene, that's the first time we really get a sense that when a person finds out they're a thing, they kind of freak out. Yeah. She didn't... She looked very shocked that this was happening to her. Like, she had no idea. Yeah. Yeah, that she was a thing. And I think that's... That goes to my, my theory that they don't really know what they, that they're a thing. I mean, it's not really fair because John Carpenter convert, confirmed that he doesn't think that they're... They don't necessarily know they're a thing in the uh, commentary, I believe it was. It's been a while since I've listened to it, but I'm yeah. pretty sure that he referred to that. Well, and he said, too, that he doesn't know who's a thing and when. And yeah, when they became yeah. infected. No Although, idea. there are a couple where I'm pretty sure, I think we can deduce when they became infected, like Blair. I'm, I'm pretty certain that he became infected during the second dissection, when he touches his oh, pencil yeah, on the right, creature yeah. and then touches it to his lip because all it takes is one cell to be taken over yeah why would he do that anyway I have no idea that's that's the dumbest thing anyone does in any of these movies because <laughs> he's supposed to know better than that he should <laughs> since he's the one running the simulation that, that shows that it goes takes over cells yeah although that's after but I mean still and yeah, I think mistake. I think the fact that he freaks out and destroys all the equipment that could potentially get the thing out is a sign that the thing doesn't necessarily know it's a thing. Because he's, he's already infected by then. Yeah. Because, I mean, they, all they do after that is they take him out to the cabin and he's by himself for the rest of the movie, really. Until he attacks Gary. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I think I'm thinking of Jonas. I think Jonas is the one that I like. Yeah? Not Lars. Lars is the big teddy bear that's like Kate's buddy. They don't, they don't speak the same language, but they get along. But is he the one with the fluffy blonde hair? No. Lars is a great big guy. He's the, he's the great big bear looking guy. I know. I'm so confused. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so confused. You're thinking of the guy who looks like a full-on Viking, right? Yeah. Yeah. 
But he seems like a nice guy. Yeah, like he does. Him. Yeah. That's Jonas. Yeah. Yeah, I like him. His name he's is the one Jonas. I thought. <laughs> he dies before the end, apparently. Oh yeah, he's the one that gets attacked by the centipede thing when the guy's. Oh yeah, with the hand it's like, on yeah. his face. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah, when Edvard no, is it Edvard's hand that that come off in that scene? I don't. I. Why are you asking me? I clearly don't know their names. True. <laughs> Truth. <laughs> I'm just like I like fluffy-haired blonde one. <laughs> <laughs> Whose name I think is Lars. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was Lars. I was wrong. There just is a Lars. Yes, there is a Lars. Yeah. That is correct. <laughs> <laughs> and he is the one that chases that uh, is shooting at the dog from the helicopter. Yes, but not fluffy hair like I thought. No. Not fluffy yeah, hair. Yeah, but no. fluffy hair is a real guy who is nice also. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he is a real guy. <laughs> who has fluffy hair. <laughs> this is a good episode, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Whose name is Jonas? Jonas. Is that his name? Yes. I believe so, yeah. Oh, yeah. I already mentioned this, but uh, if any of the thing, anything cells survive, it can getcha, is the actual note that I wrote. Getcha. <laughs> getcha. G-E-T-C-H-A. Get you, get you, get you, get you one way or another. Exactly. Maybe next week or in three years. They should have had that song in there. <laughs> Maybe in your drink. <laughs> or on a pen. Or your canned food. <laughs> no, canned food is safe. If you lick the top of the can, you just need the cells. <laughs> Saliva counts. Why the hell would you lick the can? <laughs> <laughs> just attack them. Just absorb them. Fine. <laughs> Be obvious. <laughs> when I like McCready's speech there that he does into the recorder, like... No one dress anyone anymore, and there's nothing that we can do but wait. Like it's really kind of scary. Like, yeah. You know, they've all just given up. Like, yeah, and we're screwed. That's that's it. And eventually, Mac does give up, and he's like, "the the thing is trying to kill us. It's trying to freeze us to death, and say preserve itself until rescue comes." Yeah. So fuck that. Let's blow this shit up, and take it with us. Yeah. We're not going to survive anyway. There's no way. Let's take it with us. Yeah, so let's just blow a this sense whole motherfucker of, like, impending doom. Yeah, because it it is a completely hopeless situation. There's no way they can they can beat this. No. Yeah. And get out. Well, he's smart because he f- thinks about blowing it up, and he comes up with that blood test too. Yeah. Yeah. And everyone's like, "You're really dumb." And he's like, "Yeah." Oh, it works. Well, it reminds me of Farscape in that way. This is another thing that you've probably not seen, but on Farscape. John is like he's the fish out of water. John Crichton, the main character, he's thrust into this universe, this galaxy. He's got no idea what's going on. There's all these races that are capable of space flight. He's got, and they consider him stupid because he's from Earth in the modern times. We've just barely reached the moon, and he gets caught in a wormhole and blasted off into this far corner of the corner of space. And they treat him like he's stupid, but really. He's his plans are what saves everyone every single episode. Oh yeah. It's him him coming up with some out of the box idea that they just don't think of cuz they're so advanced, but he's always saving their their asses with his Well, McCready though, like he's a helicopter pilot, but they have a lot more normal guys on that yeah. station. Yeah. Yeah, not everyone in this station is a scientist, not like the Norwegian base where yeah. it seems like everyone except the pilots is a scientist. <laughs> yeah. Like these guys have a cook I don't know what Childs does, but he doesn't seem like a scientist. 
I'm not sure what he does. The only one that seems like a scientist to me is Brimley. Well, Bennings. And Bennings, yeah. And Fuchs. Because they're all doing sciencey things. Those three guys seem blood. like scientists. Gary <laughs> is security for some reason, even though he's like off his nut. Yeah. He seems like he wants to resort to violence at all, at any opportunity. Is the one guy like just a dog keeper? Does he just take care of the dogs? Yes. Yeah. yeah. like all he does. Why do they have the dogs? <laughs> no one does it. I would, I would say to, to get from place to place, yeah. but there's nowhere to go. The Norwegian base is far enough away that you need to take the helicopter. Everything is far enough away that you need to take the Well, exactly. There's nothing. There's no reason. <laughs> no. I can't think of a reason to have the dogs. Like well, a practical it, reason. It would be easier for someone to dump off a whole bunch of gas yeah. than like, a whole bunch of food to also feed dogs. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, you got me there. I don't know what the logic behind the dogs is. I never thought about that until like, just now. Yeah, no, me either. It, it never occurred to me. Then when I started thinking about it, I'm like, there is no reason. <laughs> yeah, it makes no, no sense. No, not when you're in the middle of nowhere. No, yeah. unless um, they were like doing some kind of experiments on the dogs. I don't know. They might have been test subjects. Like we don't know what they were even researching. No, they don't really say no. what's going on. They don't talk about it at all, as far as I can remember. They're just there. Yeah, they're yeah, just scientists science. at a Arctic Arctic research base. Be careful of those remote locations. Yep. I'm taking samples of something. <laughs> yeah, ice core samples, but they don't have anywhere to store them. Yeah. Well, and that never turns out good, because when the X-Files tried to do the thing, they had the worms from the ice core samples. Yeah. And there was a Mad Max thing, too. Uh, an episode of a cartoon series called... No, Mighty Max. Based, I don't know if it was based on the toys, or if the toys were based on the show, but they did an episode about it, and he goes to Antarctica, and they're dealing with uh, essentially brain slugs. Mm, the brain worms. Yeah, they burrow into your head yeah. and they, they take over your brain. X-Files was brain worms too. Yeah, I like what the thing does better where it... it oh, it's way scarier. Although, although... But I mean, it's primetime TV. What are you going to do? There's no coming back. There's no coming <laughs> yeah, back from right. it. So like, I like the X-Files. One of the... I can't remember if it was Dana or... They don't. Or Mulder. No, does one of them get infected? No. They think they do, but they don't. I thought they... It's I thought actually they Felicity though. Huffman. I thought they saved somebody from it, though. Felicity Huffman. Okay. Yeah, but that can't happen with the thing. Mm-hmm. Once it, once there's a thing selling then you, you're, just you're done. Unless you can find some way to kill the thing cells without killing all of your cells, too. Which seems pretty unlikely. Yeah, that seems pretty Before impossible. it takes over your entire body. <laughs> but, I mean, Scully and Mulder need something to fix, right? Yeah. Because I'm pretty sure if halfway through season one they just died in the Arctic, that'd be bad. Yeah. Everyone's dead. <laughs> Everyone's dead. Show's over. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. <laughs> you oh, having... I thought it was cool that there's like all these British research stations in Antarctica, and on uh, June 21st of every year for the Midwinter Feast and Celebration, they watch this movie. I wouldn't want to watch this movie. I would. So I would be like, let's be ironic. Watch this. Put my sombrero on, my Arctic sombrero, <laughs> and watch this movie. You would not sleep for like days after. I would not go to Antarctica if we're just going to play that game. Well, that's true. <laughs> I would not be a scientist first. Yeah. First things first. Science, no. Yeah. <laughs> Second thing, isolation, no. Cold, that much cold, no. Like I don't even like living in Canada because it's half the year is winter. I know it's too cold here as it is. Yeah. Yeah. I can't imagine that. No. No. Like, June 21st is their midwinter. No. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. Out. 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 Yeah. Well, uh, also, 
keep in mind it's the southern hemisphere, so that's the middle of winter everywhere in the south. In yeah, but it's still not okay. <laughs> it's just winter there always. I mean, if you went to Australia, it'd be winter there. What would that mean? 20 degrees instead of 30? I think they have more of a wet season than a cold season, yeah. but... They have a horrible season. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why are you licking the TV stand, buddy? What's a TV dinner? <laughs> uh, I don't know about anyone else, but I'm, I'm out of notes. Yeah, no, I'm done. I wrote Blair's spaceship is cool. Yeah. Yeah, the fact that he was building one at all. Yeah. And that he built it so fast. Think that was that was less than a day. He dug out that tunnel, got all that equipment down there, and built that much of the ship in like a day. Well, what else are you going to do up there, really? Well, I mean, that's just impressive. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just digging that hole would be impressive enough. Because that's solid ice. Yeah, that wouldn't be easy. No. <laughs> he probably just, like, grew himself some thing claws. <laughs> yeah, made some... Crazy dense bone hands or something? Yeah. Bone claws? Like Wolverine? Yeah. Yeah, he turned himself into Wolverine. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Those would be very effective digging claws. Which though. brings up an no. interesting question. With uh, Wolverine's uh, healing abilities, could the thing take him over? Oh! I don't know. That's a question for the listeners. Yeah. That's what, what a very wild question. <laughs> That's. Okay, we're going to call Terry right now. Who's Terry? Okay, pause it for a second. <laughs> We'll be right back after this commercial break. We are recording again. First time ever. Experiment. Oh, look at that. Be home. If not, I'll call Serena. <laughs> I will edit all of this out. <laughs> Why? This is what they want to hear. The ringing? <laughs> the dead air? <laughs> At an hour in? Yeah. <laughs> oh, no! Okay, I'll tie Serena. words. You letting us down, Terry? <laughs> Could have been on a show. Could have been on a show! Could have been famous. Internet famous. Just like us. Just like us. Internet famous to like 100 people. Yeah. 200 people, yeah. <laughs> That's something. Better than zero, I guess. That's right. Better than just being infamous on IMDb. Hello? <gasps> Yay, we got you! Hi, Serena. Hey, what's up? Not hey. too much. You're we're on making, the air right now. Yeah, we're doing the podcast and you're on it. Okay. Okay, so we have a question for you. We're doing the question periods now. Okay. Are you cool with that? Sure. Okay. Have you seen The Thing? Uh, yes. Okay. And also, you know Wolverine. Okay, so you know how Wolverine can, like, heal himself super fast? Yeah. Do you think that the thing could take over Wolverine? Uh, yeah, it's a good one, eh? Um, well, uh, the thing goes into, like, their bloodstream or something. Yes. So, and his, yeah, I don't know. It's hard, eh? It's a hard question. I think, I think it could, but then healing power would help him fight it and it would leave his body oh it would just give up separate itself from him that's a good idea yeah. I didn't think of that yeah that's another idea we hadn't thought yeah, of it could, yeah it could take it over you know take him over initially but then he would somehow get it out of his body to his 
crazy immune system would fight it off or something. Wolverine. Yeah, maybe like Professor X would like get in his brains. You could dub it Wolver Thing. Wolver Thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we tried calling Terry, but I'm assuming he's working. Oh no, he's home. But I guess he just doesn't have his phone on him. Oh, he just didn't want to be cool and talk about this with us. <laughs> cool. Well, that's uh, that's all we want. we just wanted to ask someone else what they thought because Dylan came up with that geniusness. Yeah, yeah randomly. Good question, but yeah, um, you had a better answer idea. than we did. Yeah, <laughs> we were just like, oh, sitting here, no idea. <laughs> this might this might happen again. Yeah, the thing versus X Men. Yeah, yeah. I would watch the hell out of that. <laughs> cool. Okay, that's all we needed. Yeah. Thanks, dude. Bye. <laughs> Bye. That was my awesome friend Serena, guest starring. And she'll be. Uh, she wants I'll to do. Uh, she wants to guest on another episode. Yeah, she's gonna be here with us for. Uh, what we do, Donnie, Donnie Darko. Darko. We could do that next. Yeah. We've introduced Serena, now she can ease her way in also. Yeah. Now that she's comfortable in the air. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it's all about. Ease it into it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I think I think the consensus is that we all like the eighty two version better. Yeah. Yes. Uh and I think we've gone over our reason why. That it just feels Yeah. It, it's just it just uh, feels creepier. It's yeah, scarier it's, movie. It's, uh, There's more sense of like dread more, and helplessness. Just in much, this one. much more tense. Yeah, and like I said, as soon as they left in the 2011, I stopped caring. Yeah, I lose interest because they've left the hopelessness of this camp where they you feel like they're trapped, but then they leave, and you lose the feeling of like enclosure. I I don't know. Yeah, because that does a lot to set the mood for me that they're they are like trapped in this tiny little tiny area. And the snowstorm that. That they they're dealing with in the in the eighty two version hasn't happened yet, so like in theory they could just hop in a helicopter and go. Yeah. Yeah. They can't do but that like, in eighty two. In eighty two, how they're like, man, he's been out too long. He, he'd be dead. It must be a thing. Like, there's no way they can really be him. And they all have the clips. They have to clip themselves to the to the line. ropes. Yeah. The guideline. It just gives you a lot more of the sense that like they are screwed. Like they are stuck here with this thing and then it gives a sense of permanence when they blow it up yeah yeah when that they, they have solved their, the problem when they I, blow up I uh, think the effects Palmer thing as funny as it sounds are, were better in 82 than they were in the 2011 yeah they sound more alien less uh, yeah they're I don't know more yeah. alien less produced I guess yeah it seems more realistic if that's yeah you know yeah. and it is all in the dark like it's just a darker movie yeah 2011 is really bright. Like you said, having the spotlights on the things was really effective. Yeah, that was... And they wanted to... The, the actual people in the production, they wanted to, to light the, the effects really brightly because they wanted to show off Botine's work. Yeah. But he's like, no, it needs to be it needs to be understated. You need to show bits, not, yeah. not the whole thing. You need to hint at what it is without showing the whole thing. That's what I liked about... Those sci-fi horror movies from back in the day, like Halloween, like they don't really show you. Yeah, Michael well, Myers killing someone, and you get the idea of what's happening, right? So you have this going through your mind, right? Nowadays, they just 
they show way too much and it's just like well what i was talking to yeah. christy yeah. earlier today too <laughs> like i mentioned and uh she said that it, cloverfield is like going back to that kind of stuff because yeah you see the monster a bunch of times in the movie but you don't really get a good look at it and even at the end, when you see a close-up of its face, it's the focus is shifting, so you don't really get that good a look at it. Yeah. Yeah, it's scarier. And I find, like, and then I brought up Predator. You don't see that, you don't even get a hint that there's no, an alien exactly. until, like, almost halfway through the movie. Yeah. Well, and then he wears the mask until the very end of the movie. Yeah, you don't, you don't so see So the reveal face. of his face is, like, intense. Yeah. His creepy his claw vagina Spider face. vagina? <laughs> Yeah, now they're so quick to show you everything that it just... Yeah. I know. Yeah, they're like, look at our effects! Look yeah, at our effects! Yeah, exactly. Look at we yeah. spent so much money on this! Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing. You spend that much money on something, you feel like you have to show it off, right? Yeah. Yeah. What I like are how they built to it in Alien. Like, in Alien, you don't see a whole lot of the alien. Yeah. And, I mean, that's like a seven-foot-tall Nigerian dude in a suit. Well, in an alien, it's only For one. That. There's only one creature too. So you see him like in the ceiling or walking really slow, or but that's it. Like it's all kind of in shadows too, because he's hiding. Yeah. And then by the time you get to the second movie, where there are literally herds of aliens, it's still enough in the dark that it's scary. Or like and they're a, like in the ductwork and stuff. Like on yeah. a completely different note, in a similar vein, uh, the end of seven. Oh, yeah, you never see the head in the box. Yeah. Spoiler! Yeah, yeah, you just said it anyway. I know. Spoiler alert for the past. I didn't say whose head's in the box. Yeah, at or the end of the... who has the box or what's going on with it. There is a head in the box, though, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, when you get to the end of the movie, there's a head in a box. You've seen that movie, right? <laughs> and people yeah. have convinced themselves that they see a head in the box, but they never shot a, no. s- a scene where they showed what was in the box. Oh, really? It's just a box. Yeah. So yeah. people are like... People will come up to David Fincher and they're like, "How could you? How do you? How do you shoot that scene? Why'd you yeah. make it so graphic?" And they're like, "He's like, I didn't even shoot that shot that you're talking about. Yeah, mm-hmm. you that doesn't that exist. Yeah. It's it's implied, but your brain makes it much worse than it ever. Well, and it's been. so emotional at the end of that movie that yeah, you you feel what he's feeling and you see it in your head. Yeah, so that's the thing with those older movies too." Like the thing from '82, it's more about the feeling. Like you, they, they focus on the feeling, not so much what it is that's attacking it's the what people. It's doing, yeah. Like, well, and like I nowadays go back it's showing everything, right? So, I yeah. Oh, there's this guy who's gonna come kill you. Yeah, and exactly. And see if it's true. But the, you know, the scene where the chest opens and the guy's hands are in there. Well, the hands are made out of Jello, like gelatin. Yeah. So when he rips them out, they stay. But one of the trivia was saying that. The guy who gets his hands ripped off is replaced with an amp- a double amputee. Yeah, that's true. And then he has a like bloodied up stumps, and then a mask of the character on. But you don't even look at his face because you're too concerned about his arms. Yeah. So they're like, no yeah, one has even noticed. You just table doing this with yeah. his arms cut off. <laughs> yeah. You don't so even think like, ah, dude lost his arms, and you don't even notice the yeah, fact that it's not the dude. In theory, they could have put some random dude in there. Yeah. <laughs> not put anything on his face and don't even put a wig on. Yeah. And most people wouldn't notice. I just think it's hilarious that you could put a, the f- mask of a dude on there and you don't even... You don't look. You don't yeah. look at it. You're not concerned about his face. You're concerned about his lack of arms. Well, it's such a quick <laughs> shot. It's only, like, there for a second. 
Yeah, it's true. I think Boog wants us wants us to stop. No, Boog wants Derek to pay attention to her. Oh, I'm sorry. There you go, buddy. I'm a little freaked out by Dodge right now after what I see. <laughs> <laughs> if she was a thing, we would be a thing, <laughs> yeah. and we would probably be infected by now. Yeah, you'd be uh, a thing yeah. by now. I feel weird, but... <laughs> would you okay. even feel it inside you, the thing? I don't know. I think you would if you thing out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. when you start to attack someone else... That looked like it did not feel good. No. It would be surprising to you yeah. from what I saw. Well, I wonder if some people remember and some people don't. Because I'm pretty sure that community guy Vaughn remembers. Well. Like, that looked like it really hurt, except then he got burnt. He didn't remember long because he wasn't fully he wasn't fully incorporated, right? Yeah. Which means he was burned as partially human. Yeah. Which yeah. sucks for him. Yeah, it really does. That blows. But I would rather be burned than keep going through that. Yeah. That wasn't going to end well for him. No. They need Jon Snow to go and shoot him. <laughs> but we already we already went over shooting him wouldn't do anything. Yeah. Because he shot he shot the the giant thing in the dog pen a couple times and it didn't do anything right. Yeah. And then he started shooting the dogs. To put them out of their misery. Yeah. That's the sad part of the movie. We could probably think yeah. about wrapping it up. I mean, we're at an hour fifteen. We could think. We could think. We could about think it. about it. <laughs> think about it. So bad. That was bad. <laughs> How about let's wrap this thing up? Oh, oh yeah, that works a little bit better. Yeah. <laughs> so we all just gonna peace out. Peace out. I think. What are we doing next time? I think Sarah decided on Donnie. Well, we have to do a Mother's Day episode sometime this month. I I totally forgot that it was gonna be the, that it was this past Sunday, or I would have oh, done yeah. it for this week. Yeah. Because I was gonna do that Mother's Day episode for my mom, where we do. And I don't know if you guys want to pick your mom's favorite movies too. I'll pick a movie for her. Alright, there you go. <laughs> and we have to find out. Yeah, but that'd be bizarre because it's going to be like Young Frankenstein and like Last of the Mohicans. Like, <laughs> this is not going to go together. Last of the Mohicans <laughs> dances with wolves. <laughs> yeah, one of those ones. I don't remember exactly which one. So you Maybe it is do, Dances with Wolves. Do you want to just do Young Frankenstein? No, I, I want to do Donnie Darko. Okay. We'll do I'll that. ask Serena. Is that depending on Serena? Yeah. We're going to find out right now. That, she's That's live. Sarah's texting oh, here her we go. live on the air. We'll decide what's going on <laughs> next week. <laughs> I've got I've got work to do if we're doing Donnie Darko because i gotta, I got to rewrite up my entire explanation because I wrote one on a, I wrote a big one on IMDb but that's probably long gone by now. I don't understand that movie. Still. Like the overall plot yeah, or the, I, I the really weird stuff? I really like Frank though. Yeah. Well, next week I can explain it. Okay, good. And I'm sure Serena can help. Oh yeah, she loves it. I know, buddy. We're almost done. We're waiting for Mummy to find out what next week's show is. I don't think we're going to get an answer for a while. Okay. Well, we'll wrap it up then. And uh, we'll start with the assumption that it's going to be Donnie Darko. and if Or not, a we'll surprise! Or a surprise. Yeah. A special surprise. Or it can be a mystery. <laughs> so she says, sure, happy face. Okay, cool. So Donnie Darko next week. <laughs> yeah, with a guest. Yeah, our second guest show. First one where it's not a guest host. Yeah. Hey, what? Matt was a host? Yeah, he was filling in for you. He was guest host. Oh, yeah. Serena's just guest guest. Yeah. Yeah. Sarah's our first actual guest. Serena, Serena is our first I'm actual guest. permanent member <laughs> of the show. <laughs> <laughs> coming out, Sarah. This will be good, though. This is the first guest I've been here for. Yeah, that's yeah, true. Yeah, that's true. 
Think of the ratings. Think of it. Twitter will be. Oh, yeah, because it certainly didn't work out for you guys without me. Oh, it's, actually, that's true. Actually, it hasn't done that bad. <laughs> as, yeah, it's getting back up there. As much as we were off topic, it's actually had a, a fair number of listens. Let me see here. I got the thing open. Buying so lipstick and underwear. <laughs> I'm going to, like, never let that go. Just so you know. I'm sorry. We, we've had 37 <laughs> people listing and download it. Which isn't a huge amount, but I mean... It's not our worst it's performing episode. I can't, believe no pe- one. I can't believe 37 people listened to us. <laughs> no, that wasn't... We were so off topic in that episode. And we we rip on a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> so we're ladies. The state, of, the state of Michigan. The state of Michigan, yeah. Oh my god, yeah. You guys are bad. Frito never found out, though. So no, that's good. right, yeah. I can't ever tell Chad about that episode. No, don't. <laughs> They're like, who's Chad? Yeah, for the people who are listening, like, I have I no idea who now. Chad is. <laughs> on that note. On that note. On that note, we're going to peace out. See you guys next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. You want to say goodbye, Boogs? No, she won't. Yeah, now that you want her to say something, no panty, no nothing. No. This has been Welcome to Planet Bob. If you know any shows or movies you think we should discuss, find me on Twitter, at King of Bob. That's at King underscore of underscore Bob. And Derek, you can find me... At Lars M on Twitter, L A R Z M. And this is Sarah. I'm on Tumblr at Welcome to Planet Bob. You can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Welcome to Planet Bob. Thanks for listening to our show, and we hope you tune in next week. <laughs>